Thanks for listening to Adopted Believers Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Nelson. In today's study of 1 John, we're going to be taking a look at 1 John 5, 6-12. So this passage is actually going to be the one of the hardest that we're going to study in 1 John. And so please bear with me as we study through it. So I'm going to be reading from the ESV. So 1 John 5, 6-12 reads, This is he who came by water and blood, Jesus Christ, not by the water only, but by the water and the blood. And the Spirit is the one who testifies, because the Spirit is is the truth. For there are three that testify, the Spirit and the water and the blood, and these three agree. If we receive the testimony of men, the testimony of God is greater. For this is the testimony of God that he is born concerning his Son. Whoever believes in the Son of God has the testimony in himself. Whoever does not believe God has made him a liar, because he has not believed in the testimony that God has borne concerning his Son. And this is the testimony that God gave us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. Whoever has the Son has life. Whoever does not have the Son of God does not have life. So today we're going to look at two things. One, who testifies, and two, destroying heresy with the sword of the Spirit. So let's look at who testifies. So first, we have the Spirit. So this one is probably the easiest. This would be the Holy Spirit. And so there are a few passages that go along with this. So John 15, 26 will help us understand this a lot. Um, John also wrote that, obviously. It's John fifteen twenty six, And it says, But when the Helper comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth, who proceeds from the Father, he will bear witness about me. So was Jesus talking, and John recorded those words, and those words are really helpful for us to understand this passage. So the Holy Spirit is crucial to our understanding of Jesus. So the Holy Spirit shows the authenticity of the gospel and gives regeneration to unbelievers so that they can receive the gospel. So those are two distinct ideas, but they are crucial to our understanding. So... As you may have wondered how, say, the Bible was assembled. How did they end up with 39 Old Testament books and 27 New Testament books? Well, that was the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit was self-evident in Scripture. And that is how he bears witness to what is the Bible and what's not. And so we can only understand that when we have received what's called regeneration from the Holy Spirit. So regeneration is not something that's like special to a certain amount of believers. Rather, all believers have been regenerated. And no unbe- and unbelievers have not been regenerated. So regeneration is where the Holy Spirit calls someone out of their death, out of their sinful state, into life. And so that's not to say that he purges away our sin in that we don't sin anymore. Rather, we receive life Rather than being dead in our trespasses, we are now alive in Christ. And so that is crucial to understanding how the Holy Spirit witnesses to the truth. And so we also have to realize that those who have not been regenerated by the Holy Spirit cannot believe the gospel. Rather, it is foolishness to them. 1 Corinthians 1.18 For the word of the cross is folly to those who are perishing, but to those who are saved, Excuse me, but to us who are saved, it is the power of God. So that's really important to understand, that those who have not been regenerated, 
that means they, it just, the word of the cross is folly to them. They don't understand it. And it doesn't make any sense. I mean, think about it. Why would God, the God of the universe, send Jesus to die for poor, wretched sinners? From a worldly perspective, it doesn't make sense. I mean, you can't think of anyone doing that in real life. It just doesn't make sense at all. That'd be like a king dying for someone who betrayed him. Rather, in in earth, the traitor dies. It just doesn't make sense. However, it, that's it's why Paul calls the gospel a mystery. Because it is a, and it's a glorious mystery. Because it is the grace of God who saves sinners like you and me from the death we deserved by giving that death to Jesus, who died but rose again. So next we're going to get to some a little bit harder stuff to understand. So that being the water and the blood. So obviously those aren't literal per se because like if it were just like water and blood, you know, like H2O doesn't testify and the blood in your veins doesn't testify per se. So these are, these symbolize something. So what do they symbolize? So the water is most likely a reference to Jesus' baptism. Now I say most likely because this is a controversial passage. Naturally, it is not easy to understand, so there are multiple interpretations. However, I believe this is a reference to Jesus' baptism. So at Jesus' baptism, the Holy Spirit descended on him. So some Antichrists believe that the Holy Spirit descended on Jesus at his baptism, but left at the crucifixion. They taught that apart from the Holy Spirit, Jesus was just an ordinary man. In other words, they denied the deity of Christ. So that part, I think a lot of people agreed on. And so, because John says, like, that it's not the water only, however, by the water and the blood. So let's look at the blood. The blood is how John contradicts that heresy. Jesus' ministry did not stop before his death, but rather was fulfilled by his death and resurrection. We must never lose sight of the centrality of the cross in the gospel. The cross is the climax of the gospel. It is the most glorious point in history. And that is a huge paradox because it is at the moment of Jesus' most humiliation. And yet it is also the point of his highest glorification because we see the grace of God like we've never seen it before. And so finally, we're going to look at the testimony of men. So we had the spirit, the water, and the blood, all those rightly testified. Now we're going to look at men. So 1 Corinthians 2.14 will help us understand this. It says, The natural person does not accept the things of the Spirit of God, for they are folly to him, and he is not able to understand them because they are spiritually discerned. So if you haven't gotten the hint already, we are not viewing the testimony of man as true, unlike the Spirit, the water, and the blood. So that's not to say that man's reasoning is useless. So while man has been given a great deal of ability to reason and think, his reasoning has no grounding apart from God's word. So this is especially true when it comes to theology. While the Antichrist believed that they, what they felt was true, John called on his audience to believe the testimony of God found in the Bible and specifically the Gospels. So our reasoning must be founded on the truth. And where do we find truth? God's word. That is our standard of truth.
And so next we're going to briefly look at destroying heresy with the sword of the spirit. So Antichrist, those who deny the clear teachings about Christ found in scripture, are like men who build their houses on sand. Since their life is built on a false gospel, they cannot survive the turmoil of life and they can't go through it with joy. And they end up facing eternal condemnation because they collapsed, not believing in Christ. So how then do we stand firm? By building our life on the Son of God, as revealed to us in the Bible. So when we face heretical teaching, we must look again and again to the testimony of the Spirit, God's holy word. So one of the best theological books I have is Systematic Theology by Wayne Grudem. So why is this book so great? Because in his book, Grudem goes back to scripture again and again. I want to close by giving an example of something going to scripture. And we must do this too. When we believe something, we must not validate it on what we think. Rather, we must validate it with scripture. It must be founded on scripture, not ourselves. Then, and only then, are we building our lives on a solid rock not sand. Thanks for listening to Adopted Believers Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform and share us with your family and friends. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, please send them to me at daniel at adoptedbelievers.com. <laughs>